welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. The last full moon of the year falls in this week. We have a full moon in Gemini on December the 7th, Wednesday, right in the middle of the week. This is going to give a new meaning to hump day since we have an escalated amount of emotions and action and energy right in the middle of the week when we have this full moon in Gemini. Now we know that full moons are a peaking point or a highlighted point in the transit or the dance of the sun and the moon so full moons tend to bring out things emotions a state of beings and it's also a culmination point meaning like a boiling point the peak of its cycle so brings out a lot of things not just for us to be aware of but also to have a heart full of gratitude so there is really good things that we can use this heightened emotional state to really connect to our heart center however there's times when the moon is more charged than others and we can see the turmoil in the water really hit home and also cause other emotions that are more harder to process and not as easy to digest and this moon happens to be one of those not easy to digest type of energy now there is some beautiful aspects during the moon um, and i'll discuss that but let's start with the mood of the week so we do start off this week with a very grounded earthy taurus moon again fixed in nature so the energy of the week itself doesn't have a lot of momentum to change and start new things or to you know morph into new ideas it's mainly fixed and it likes to stay in its modality meaning wants to continue with the same agenda has a lot of endurance so there's good qualities in the fixed energy and that's actually one of them the determination that it provides us so we can continue to follow through with the plans so we start off the week with that very nice grounded fixed taurian energy of course we've been having uranus transit taurus so when the moon makes a conjunction to uranus which happens on monday at 9:37 a.m pst we get a jolt of energy lots of ideas lots of things running through our mind and it does bring some change within that fixed modality however uranus does rule another fixed sign which is 
the Aquarian energy. And although Aquarius gets the reputation of being very futuristic and thinking outside the box, it's also very fixed in its thinking. So Uranus is no stranger to this fixed modality where we have to use our foundation before we can change, modify, evolve this foundation. So it's all about sticking with the traditional and then um, trying to modify and fix things in a way where we're still incorporating old traditions but making them better for the people around us, for the people that we care so much or um, humanitarian causes and things like that. It's more, Uranus is more concerned with the masses versus an individual. Then we have Mercury at 11.05 p.m. making a square to Jupiter at 29 degrees and 4 minutes. So Mercury at this point has already passed the galactic center and already got reprogrammed with new information from the Galactic Federation and when Mercury passes through this galactic center, usually the information that comes in is pretty noisy. And this conjunction happened on Sunday. It started forming the exact conjunction around Sunday night going towards Monday morning. And whenever any planet travels through the galactic center, so through this uh, 28 degree, 27, 28 degree mark in Sagittarius, it tunes in to light language. It tunes in to galactic programming that is more spiritually based and it's evolving us more on a spiritual level, not necessarily so physical, but it brings in ideas, beliefs and things that are improving humanity in general but also improving you individually and in how you see things the perspective that you have towards your belief systems society everything that's happening right now so it does bring some very divine intelligence this is a great day to listen to meditation music music that is connected to frequency binary music or any type of um sofagio type of beats and things like that because it's really going to speak to you on a cellular level so you naturally will be attuned to it not even knowing that this is the process that is happening because mercury rules the mind and when mercury conjuncts this galactic center it really reprograms the higher mind with the conscious mind and brings in a lot of ideas and changes so we then have Mercury making this square to Jupiter, which then expands it because Jupiter has actually been squaring this point for a while and it actually stopped. It's it's retro at 28 degrees, so very close to the galactic center. It didn't make quite a conjunction, but very close. It was only minutes off. And when Jupiter squares this center, you can also see a lot of these conversations come up in day-to-day uh, -day life. I've actually had several conversations with people 
reporting back to me that they're noticing a lot of people are going through a awakening type of crisis and this is not new what is new it could be that it's getting closer to your circles and that's when you're noticing wow like these people are experiencing things that i experienced before and how can i help now you're more aware and how you can help what you can do to assist them because you were once there where you were realizing a new reality and you were tuning into this higher intelligence that you didn't really know existed so jupiter is awakening a big group of people right now because of that square but it it is causing a little bit of havoc because when we awaken spiritually one of the practices that i've seen that are lacking in spiritual awakening is grounding we need massive amounts of grounding or we feel like we're going or we're heading into an out of control spiral and that's also very unhealthy because being very spiritual is amazing but if you are losing a grip of reality and it's this reality the reality that we actually exist in that's not beneficial to you so make sure that you assist those around you that are giving you this information that they're feeling a kind of push a, a new perspective a new way of thinking and seeing things and they might be showing some unregulation, like they're not regulated. Make sure that you give them some ideas, you guide them, ground with water as well. Water can be very subtle and it's grounding. It's not as um, strong and it doesn't pull you as much as earth grounding, but it does provide grounding as well and i feel it's much more softer a lot of people like to take baths and showers because it actually calms them down that's a form of grounding so um give them the suggest suggestions and help them out because jupiter has been scoring this point so we're gonna see a lot of these people come out and be like hey i'm fucking losing it like what is going on here why do i feel this way and we can be the people that assist them and the reason they come to you is because they know you understand them they know like hey this is my friend that talks about all this stuff and like they're gonna get me they're gonna get why i'm feeling this way even though i feel all wacky and out of sorts so this combination is reprogramming the higher mind and the mind this square so it's not necessarily a bad thing but it is a uh, square which is incorporating the energy of mars so it's a little forceful but um as soon as it separates it kind of calms down which mercury travels very quickly because the next day mercury goes into the sign of capricorn and um this is significant we will talk about this later because mercury will be staying in the sign of capricorn for some time since it's gonna retro in capricorn and you can start noting your calendar because this is a pre-shadow state of mercury in capricorn not yet but it's coming soon there are certain degrees that mercury is going to travel um, a few times and it's going to be in this area of your chart where Capricorn sits we also have the moon that goes into Gemini and it starts making those 
that conjunction to Mars and also the opposition to the sun, which then triggers the full moon in the middle of the week. So then we go into Wednesday with, where we have a solid Gemini full moon. And we start off the day by having some aspects from the sun to Juno, Astro Juno. Now, this full moon has a very strong affiliation with marriages. And there is going to be a lot of changes within marriages, within the partnership even if it's not like an actual marriage where you're married through church or you know civil as long as you guys live together have properties together have things together children together things like that and you're still in an intimate relationship this is going to impact you juno was the goddess that was married to jupiter and juno's mythology is very complex now jupiter was a <laughs> a god that liked to have a lot of fun and he hooked up with a lot of people <laughs> not just women not just men but um all sorts of living things and juno was actually jupiter's sister and you know back then because of the variety of people they kind of would marry within family so the mythology goes that jupiter married juno and she was very beautiful but he was not faithful to her so this really hurt her self-esteem and it brought up a very dark side of her a side that is more connected to that energy of scorpio that's a little bit more jealous insecure fearful and it's all due to natural triggers i mean who's not going to feel hurt by the infidelity of a partner right so she is within her right but she brings that perspective within relationships of things that are triggering insecurities triggering trust issues triggering jealousy it brings up those conversations and juno is sitting at 15 degrees in pisces and it's squaring both the sun mars and the moon so her signature in this lunation is as strong as mars with that conjunction to the moon we also have chiron at 12 degrees in aries talks about healing now this is a it's not an exact sextile to the mars and moon conjunction but it does bring a sextile by orb so there's opportunities of healing when having these conversations the thing is we have to be very careful with the conversation because Mars brings a certain bluntness to its communication and it also brings scattered energy when it's in the sign of Gemini. So it doesn't necessarily deliver information in a very practical and tactile way when it's in the sign of Gemini. It's um, more interested in saying what it's thinking, being very straight out, very blunt, and then moving to the next thing. 
because it likes to tackle a lot of things at once. So it might feel like it's very inconsiderate or the information is being delivered in a way that it's not taking account how the other person feels or um, like the big picture in the situation because this is not a big picture type of energy. Now the sun brings that big picture. And Venus also being in the sign of Sagittarius brings love and conversation to a very big picture type of higher thinking energy. And Venus is actually conjuncting the galactic center by this point. It's, it's almost exact. So Venus is being reprogrammed with divine information, with light codes, with this galactic noise that changes our higher perspective and we're talking about relationships here because venus is a planet of love self-love relationships harmonizing conversations negotiations money self-worth things like that so with this reprogramming of venus and the opposition of venus also with mars and the moon we have some rough conversations we're having venus also recently formed that square to juno bringing in a like energy of being in a marriage and then also the individual the feminine softer side of a partnership so it doesn't necessarily just mean female but it's just more of like the sensual softer side versus the external external passionate expressive side which is more of the masculine quality so we had that conversation earlier so you're going to see this peak during this time you're going to see that if we're able to manage this energy appropriately we can get a lot of things resolved and we can grow from it because it is mutable energy we can alchemize it and make something better for ourselves however if this is something that is very sensitive and you lead with emotions this wouldn't be the time to talk about these things similar to the energy of last week you can really really feel some hurt feelings come to the surface and it's not going to be productive for you sometimes we need these rough conversations to kind of you know get a good cry and have these things out of our energy but then there's other times that it's better to take baby steps so just follow your lead follow how you feel and um make sure that you're taking care of you first and also considering others so having a open mind and an open heart to harmonize the conversation versus dominate or be right etc another positive aspect within the lunation is that we have saturn really anchoring the conversation really anchoring um, this mutable axis we have in our chart and this axis is going to be different for everybody but Saturn brings in a sextile from Aquarius to Sagittarius and then it brings a trine from Aquarius to Gemini and 
this helps ground the conversations. This brings a more serious perspective, but still thinking outside the box, still thinking innovation, still thinking how to use the foundation you currently have and evolve it and change it in a way that is going to be different, unique, and very diverse and also benefits the relationship for the long term. So Saturn really is the saving grace in this aspect configuration. Saturn also calms Mars down. Mars does great in the sign of Capricorn, which is a sign that Saturn rules. And the reason why Mars does great there is because Mars becomes more practical and it doesn't deplete its energy by scattering it or um, being impulsive. So Saturn does bring a, a very good grounding quality to the Mars expression. It also brings through a trying to the moon it brings much more seriousness it, it doesn't allow an overflowing of emotional expression which sometimes that can seem a little bit negative but, but in this case because of the amount of aspects that the moon is making and also the conjunction to mars saturn i really do feel is going to play out a very supportive trying to the moon because it can actually helps help us regulate our emotions and not feel too overwhelmed with all the changes that we need to make all the things that are coming up that maybe we weren't even aware that were an issue even in friendships there can be a lot this is a very friendship driven axis and there could be a lot of changes within friendships and things that come out and opinions that come out that you never even knew your friends had and because you hold your friends to a certain esteem these differences in opinion make you feel like like who this who the heck's this person like why are we so different like when did we drift apart and it, they can trigger some hurt but then you realize they're still your friend and they still have the right to have their opinion or you can decide you know what this friendship has ran its course and this is something that I need to let go and I still love them but we have no more things in common so it can bring up these conversations as well and then we can move on to thursday the 8th when we have the conversation of the moon and um the moon actually make a aspect to saturn so it's the first the out of the lunation is the first planet that starts communicating with saturn and that happens at 4 41 a.m thursday the 8th when the moon and gemini makes an exact trine to saturn at 20 degrees 22 and that is bringing that anchoring solidifying energy we also have juno in the sign of pisces making a sextile to uranus really opening our perspective and seeing things from a different a different way a different um and, and it's all connected to relationships so it's a different way of seeing relationships evolving the relationship and really making this union very unique 
Then on um, the same day at 12.27 p.m. PST, Mars Retro makes a square to Juno. And this is where that force to continue to kick off and continue to work through marriage, partnership problems, things like that, or even your perspective in the marriage and partnership. It doesn't necessarily have to be a problem within both. Um, it could be something that you want to change in your marriage. It could be something you want to change in your union. Um, marriages are very traditionally focused on a certain archetypal expressions where a partner stays at home and one goes to work and that is super outdated because nowadays we have different dynamics in partnerships so this um mars square juno can really put into action a new plan that really fits the union which maybe for others it might not seem like the correct thing because it's out of the ordinary but it's working for you guys or you guys have to make it work after this aspect we have the moon going into the sign of cancer which uh, settles the, the energetic and the emotional body really connected to the element of starting new things but in a very watery in a very intuitive fashion and then we have venus on friday the 9th making a square to jupiter and this is a duplicate square of that galactic activation so we started with mercury on monday making that square to jupiter now we have venus making that square to jupiter right after it got reprogrammed from galactic information so now it's more connected to the heart we first had the mind be reprogrammed now we're having our heart be reprogrammed and um that same day after this uh square to jupiter venus makes an aggression to capricorn at 7 54 p.m which brings a much more grounding expression to venus it's much more practical more ambitious more willing to work for material gains so after it has a new perspective spiritually it's ready to put these practices into tangible actions so it's really great i actually like venus in capricorn i feel it has a very good expression it's very practical and grounded and a very sexy too then on saturday the 10th we have the moon making a few aspects um the moon in cancer making a sextile to the north node in taurus um again the moon in cancer making a sextile to uranus and then the moon in cancer making a trine to neptune and then we seal the weekend off with a moon in cancer and open it up for the next week ahead where the moon ingresses into the sign of leo and starts with a fixed fiery expression so that was the energy of this week i really hope you enjoy this full moon that we have supercharged in the middle of the week and in order for us to navigate this full moon easier the crystal that i'm recommending is carnelian Carnelian is a crystal that's been connected to the energy of Mars. It's very vitalizing. 
it's very action oriented i use this crystal whenever i want to get shit done it really charges up your energetic body if you have carnelian you place it next to your bed i guarantee you you're gonna have very vivid active dreams if maybe you can sleep because some people can't even sleep with carnelian next to their bed i actually can but i end up having very crazy uh, vivid lucid dreams so i try not to have this stone near my nightstand but there's times that i do want to practice some lucid dreaming so i have it there and i enjoy those days so use this energy of carnelian to really channel this mars moon conjunction and give mars some grounded direction so you can go after your desire so you can go after what you want with full energy and vitality and also charge your energetic body carnelian is also good to level out the temper and make us more even-headed less hot-headed less reactive so wear a carnelian bracelet pendant ring whatever you can throughout this week just so you can like harness the energy of mars but in a very steady productive way that you can get things done well i really like to thank you for your time and for being here thank you so much for your support if you like this podcast don't forget to rate it if you like this youtube um video don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell comment below i answer and reply to all my comments and as always never stop wondering what's in your stars this is the forecast for the week thank you so much and see you later for astro talks bye bye